Next up, we have Gary Zimmerman's Economic Report. The report is sponsored by Rick Kelb, Wealth Management Advisor with Northwestern Mutual since 1983 on Spring Street, Nevada City. Also at rickkelb.com. Well, Gary, welcome back to KVMR. Well, it looks like uh, there's a lot of new economic indicators uh, that have been published this week and have some pretty good news. Uh, Let's start with the GDP and what will it show for the first three months of this year? Yes, Paul. Hi. Um, It looks like we're going to have a a big week for economic indicators. Um, We're going to get the first estimate of GDP or gross domestic product uh, for the first quarter of 2021. Again, GDP represents the dollar value of domestic goods and services produced by the U.S. economy in a, in a quarter or, or a year. Um, and you know, when we spoke a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the 2020 data that showed the economy contracted or shrunk by three and a half percent in 2020 um, compared to what it was in 2019. So, you know, in, the, in a normal year when the economy is at full employment with you know roughly two percent inflation. Uh, we'd expect output to grow at you know almost two percent a year. Well, Gary, can you tell us anything about the national gross domestic product or GDP estimate for the first quarter of twenty one that will be released this week? Do you expect a good number, average, or just okay? Well, Paul, let's see. Um, you can go to several of the Federal Reserve banks to get their take, um, looking at their uh, basically statistical models that are estimating. Um, based on the most recent data coming in, you know, and that can be sometimes on a change it on a, a daily or weekly basis. Um, and they have, you know, the Federal Reserve Bank in New York and the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta have two of those uh, interesting ones that we can look at. Uh, the New York Fed's uh, now casting model um, as of today is looking at 6.9% growth rate for 2021, the first quarter. You know, that's quite a bit way above the 2% long run average. And the uh, Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta's GDP now, and you can go actually get both of these from their websites, um, their public websites. They're looking at 8.2% annual growth rate um, for the first quarter. That's even higher than the New York uh, model. Um, And both of those are well above the private sector consensus forecast by the blue chip um, forecasters. And that's, you know, coming in at about 5.4% for the first quarter. So bottom line, I think we should expect a very strong quarter and a great start for 2021. So you expect then that the data will show that the economy has made a strong rebound in the first quarter of of 2021 after a a pretty deep recession uh, last year. Yeah, yes, Paul. I think the new data, you know, from what we're seeing from the statistical models, you know, using the recent data, the you know, and most of the economic forecasts are all pointing towards a, a strong start to the year in terms of output or GDP. And, you know, again, we need that rapid growth to get out of the hole that uh, the economy fell in, you know, caused by the 2020 COVID recession. And, you know, you know, at one point we had, you know, over 20 million workers unemployed and it's going to take a strong economy to put them all back to work. Well, what economic forces are there that are driving the recovery at this point? Oh, hey, that's a loaded question, Paul. Um, but I, I, yeah, I have some thoughts about that. I think it's important, you know, that you know, recovery is is coming along. Um, you know, things like improving public health, massive government aid, Federal Reserve policy support are all, I think, helping. Uh, so let me let me go through some of those. I don't think necessarily in any particular order of importance. You know, I think we'll take time to see which of them were driving the recovery. But you know. 
the improvement in the economy um, is, is certainly helped by the COVID-19 pandemic as, you know, we've added, you know, 200 million doses of vaccine um, <laughs> to the arms of the public. So that's that's a plus, I think. And, you know, the, the problems, um, you know, COVID cases and hospitalizations are down. So that's, you know, that's good news. And the, you know, fewer thing, things are being restricted or, or locked down. Uh, the COVID economic relief packages are certainly boosting spending, which they need to do, and providing support for workers, businesses, and state and local governments. And, you know, that fiscal policy support in 2020 and what's been authorized this year in 2021, we're now looking at, you know, a total of somewhere in the range of 4 to $5 trillion. And that's a lot of fiscal policy support. But again, it's necessary to get this recovery uh, and get the economy back to normal. And, you know, likewise, the Fed's monetary policy support uh, very low interest rates and Fed's bond purchases are, are helping as well. And, you know, zero interest rates are a very stimulative monetary policy. And, you know, finally, you know, after a recession ends, recoveries tend to pick up fairly quickly. And this one is, you know, I think happening. That's happening as well with all of the, the government and Fed support. Okay, Gary. So let me ask you about the monetary policy by the Fed Federal Reserve. Uh, aren't they meeting again soon? And do you expect any major policy changes by the Fed? Well, Paul, that's the question. Uh, many uh, many Fed watching economists and analysts are pondering this week. Um, the Fed is meeting for two days this week. Uh, meeting finishes on Wednesday, and they'll an- announce any monetary policy uh, interest rate decisions at the end of that meeting. Um, Kind of looking at the consensus of what those forecasters are, or excuse me, what those Fed watchers are saying, it, it seems clear they don't expect any major changes at this meeting. They expect the Fed will continue with its target short-term interest rate of zero to uh, a quarter percent on the Fed funds rate. Uh, and I'd agree. I'm not expecting much to happen because the the Fed remains far from meeting its monetary policy goals of full employment. You know, we still have about probably close to 8 million workers who are still unemployed. Um, and we still have an inflation rate that remains below the Fed's sort of average 2% inflation goal. So, you know, the Fed's likely to continue its policies designed to help the economy until the economy reaches those two uh, policy goals. So, Paul, I, I'd also recommend, you know, folks listen to or, or check out the news uh, on the Fed chair Powell's press conference after the meeting on Wednesday, where they discuss, you know, what the Fed did, what they're interested in, um, and what maybe provides some clues to what the timing and the direction of future Fed policy changes might be. Okay, Gary, one last question. There are lots of other economic indicators that will be published this week. Uh, in your view, will they generally be good, okay, or maybe not so good? <laughs> well, I think in addition to the GDP numbers, we've, we've talked about some other economic indicators that you know give important information on the health of the economy and the strength of the recovery and things like personal income, spending, consumer sentiment, factory output, housing, <laughs> inflation numbers. And I generally expect them to be positive this week with many giving signals of a strong recovery in 2021. Uh, we saw a pretty good durable goods orders number coming in today, and we'll see personal income and spending and consumer confidence this week, and those should be strong as well. Um, so, you know, I'm pretty confident that we're going to see some good economic news this week. Um, and that's that's a good sign. Well, we'll find out, Gary, and uh, I'll check in with you with some of the same questions in two weeks. Okay. Thank you, Paul. Thank you so much, Gary. You have been listening to KVMR's Economic Report with Gary Zimmerman.